Welcome to the Crystal Men. I'm Jim. And I'm Tom. And we're finally in the same room, which is amazing. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, incredible. So, first real episode, first canonical episode recording now. Uh, we are a Steven Universe rewatch podcast. We watch every episode. Some have said... Why are you watching every single episode and doing a 40-minute episode on each? <laughs> is it too much? The minute-to-minute conversion is intense, but you know what? <laughs> That's how we roll. Oh, I just had a thought. I wonder how much time... It'll take for someone to... Watch all of ours yeah, once we like finish it. Yeah, beginning to end. I mean, geez, how many episodes were there? Like, uh, I think it's like 100 and something. <laughs> <laughs> so, times 40. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so not to get off tra- topic too quickly, uh, we are talking about episode 14 of season one, also known as Lars and the Cool Kids. Yes, and we just finished watching it. And you know what? I This is one I like definitely remembered. Me too. Uh, going back into it. Like, for some reason, it was very vivid. Um, <sighs> Lars. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> There's a, sorry, sorry to cut in. There's 129 episodes oh. of Steven Universe. Well, buckle uh, in, everyone. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I really like this episode. I enjoy, uh, I really enjoy the dynamic between Steven and Lars in this one. I think it's really good. It's really funny. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's the classic, like, you know, as much as I like to hate on Lars in this episode, everybody's felt that before where like you're desperately trying to fit in and it's just not working because it's just making you more awkward. Like I, I, me personally, I have definitely done that, like, as a child um, and adult. Uh, (laughs) But no, like, you know, you just, you get too much in your mind about, like, wanting to hang out with people or worried about what they're going to say or stuff like that. Then you're like, I am just putting my foot in my mouth the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there is that moment, like, halfway in uh, where Lars keeps trying to be, to, like, gel with them and keeps failing. And that really... it just was super relatable. Like, yeah. that was the thing. Like, what I like about this episode, and I think they kind of go into it more later, because uh, at first I was like, oh, Steven's going to try and, like, hang out with the cool kids. And uh, I remember when I was younger, um, like, because I used to work at a pizza place. Wait, uh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, funny, funny little tangent. When I was 11, <laughs> I worked at a pizza place. Wait, wait. What pizza place hired you at age 11? <laughs> the pizza place that my uncle owned. <laughs> okay, okay, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, my cousin was a... My cousin also worked, too. He was a pizza pizza boy. I was uh, in the... Pizza man. Pizza man. <laughs> I was actually initially a um, host uh, and a busboy. And then I was a dishwasher for, like, a whole summer. But... Uh, where was the story going? Oh, so all of my coworkers were, like, older teens. Like, I was literally, like, Stephen's age, basically. Like, when... Uh, this was happening and all of my coworkers were like late teens. Okay. And so it always felt weird hanging out with them, but it also felt really cool yeah, to hang out like, with older kids. <laughs> I, I I totally know that feeling. I mean, like when I was younger too, a, like a couple of my friends had older siblings and it was always yeah. like, Oh, if we get to hang out with them today, like <laughs> we're getting the high, you know, we're getting the adult stuff when they're like two years older than yeah us. and it feels really important though it does and like i even felt that way with my sister too like because she's two years older than me so mm-hmm. when i was younger i'm like oh like what's what she do and i mean it was different because sister versus like random friends yeah but, they but have yeah. to be around you <laughs> <laughs> well that's what i so like in this episode i enjoy that the cool kids 
like legitimately enjoy being around Steven, yes. which is like super fun and refreshing and like turning it's, it around on its head. Yeah, I it just yeah. it's such a like heartwarming thing to like yeah. see Steven be accepted by cuz like normally and like as a kid, I had times where there were older kids that like what are you doing kid <laughs> loser punk. yeah yeah and it, it can be really upsetting but it's really fun to see steven like gel with them and like um uh so what's the one guy's name um buck buck is the he's the yeah, cool buck dewey and um, whenever i think of cool i always think of him like he is like the funny like stereotypical image of a cool guy oh yeah um but so yeah he like compliments steven on his shirt and it's like oh yeah. I, I like it it's, it's just it's sweet and then even um sour cream when yeah. <laughs> when when he's like yeah you know i'm just saying that to make myself sound cool and then he just like gave steven the respect I, yeah. I don't know this whole it was it was very heartwarming on steven's end and very um relatably cringy on lars, on lars end. oh yeah that's yeah. the other thing i wanted to say very relatable from like putting yourself in lars place because how many times in my life have I done exactly what he does and felt exactly how he's feeling? Uh, especially, I, I love his uh, initially. So uh, let's just do, like jump into the recap, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, we see we start this episode. The gems are in some like water ravine, which later we find out it's called Dead Man. Dead Man's mouth, or no, Dead Man's. Yeah, I think Dead yeah, Man's dead mouth man or Dead Mouth watering hole. Dead whatever. Mouth Five. <laughs> dead Mouth Five. Um, <laughs> my favorite band, Dead Mouth Five. <laughs> um. And they're dealing with, uh, so it's a moss that Rose Quartz planted that is growing out of control. And it's yeah. apparently growing towards this hill. Uh, I just, okay, like a couple things right off the bat. I mean, Pearl explains, well, first off, Pearl, uh, you kind of get a glimpse into Pearl, like, I- idealizing, uh, uh rose quartz yeah. like she was very you know like oh rose used to do this and she started smiling and then everything she's touches is precious and yeah like... you can i mean like it's starting to develop into that that like i am obsessed with you very you know the, just little little hints little yeah. tidbits here but um i just don't understand the gems knew exactly what the moss is and what it is trying to do yeah why wouldn't they just put it on the top of the hill yeah unless i'm just like missing something but it really yeah. feels like we could have skipped a step and just like grabbed it and brought just, it especially because like if it covers them who cares they, they don't need to breathe yeah. like they could just i don't know it just seems like an easy solution i agree but i do love pearl's whole sh- bit with uh the weird like kung fu poses yeah i totally forgot <laughs> i about did this. too that was great it's that really was a good weird. joke yeah and then it comes out it's just the police tape um yeah and then they just police tape which is this is another funny thing that like just knowing the title and and seeing what they're doing it's like oh if we put police tape up then no one will come here all humans will just ignore yeah. this because they're not supposed to and, like human nature is not to ignore when you see police tape you say okay i'm gonna investigate <laughs> well that's that's the beauty of it the gems are so out of touch at this point with humans until steven you know teaches them about humanity which i love that they wind up having courses on human tech and human interaction yeah like in homeschool in the future like it shows just that they humans were just a, a thing that lived on this planet of theirs you know and I now mean, it's like they're trying to integrate yeah with the humans as opposed to like, all of the old crystal gems are probably just like, these things were 
smashing sticks together and then yeah yeah they literally saw that is like crazy to think that like they literally saw like all of human development yeah just happen at once yeah like because i mean it, they were like tribal when the gems were there yeah so. but so um the scene hilariously wraps up with steven saying all right let's go get lunch and it's just like all right i'm the only one that eats lunch so i'm gonna go alone and then he heads over to what is it called? Fish stew pizza? Fish stew pizza. That's something that, like, just doesn't make any sense to me. Fish stew pizza? It's delicious. You wouldn't have any fish stew pizza? <laughs> it just feels like... I don't know. It doesn't feel like a pun or anything. It's just, like, this, like, specific... And I don't know if, like... Um, shit, I don't want to I don't want to fuck up, but uh, the... the Too late. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Um, uh, what, are the, what are they called? What is that family called that owns it? Oh, that one. Oh, they're, it's like Kiki and yeah. um, Je- Jenny. Oh my god, what's their last name? Um, I'm gonna look it up really quick so I don't seem like an idiot. I don't know if maybe because I know that the grandmother Nanafwa, um, is inspired by. Is it just Kiki Fwa then? Maybe. Uh. <laughs> uh. To do this is terrible podcasting. Um. But okay, so I know that Nanafwa, uh, is. This is just not helpful. She's, she's Kiki Pizza. Woman. Their name is literally Pizza. <laughs> no. Their name is literally Pizza. It can't be. <laughs> Fuck. Oh my god. Also, I totally forgot Kiki wasn't in this one. I thought Kiki and her sister no, were No, no, it, it was only... Was it Nana? Uh, wait, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> to um, the phone. I thought her name was Jenny. It is Jenny, isn't it? Um, But she... yeah. Why what, did I say Nana? <laughs> Nana. Well, Nanafwa. Yeah. Um, but so, uh, what I wanted to say, yeah, Jenny Pizza. Okay. Oh, it's her twin. Okay. Interesting. And then Kofi is the father. Yes. Uh, and I'm pretty sure Nanafwa is their grandma. Grandma, right? Yeah. Um, well, so I know Nanafwa is inspired by Ian Jones Cordy's uh, great grandmother or grandmother who, uh, this is where I didn't, I didn't want to fuck up. She's from uh, like Liberia, I believe. And she actually designed the Liberian flag. Like, this is a real fact. Like, wow. Wait, his, really? Yeah. Um, uh, Ian Jones Cordy's grandmother, great-grandmother, actually de- designed the flag for Liberia, uh, which, which is crazy. It, I, I want to check to see if it actually is Liberia, because um, otherwise I'm going to sound terrible. Well, I mean, I just, I thought there was only books in Liberia, not flags. Wait, what? It's a terrible I library <laughs> Uh, I'm so sorry, everyone. Oh no, no, no! Uh, Na- Nanafa Pizza. Okay, yeah. What? They're they're really just called Pizza, huh? Yep, their name's Pizza. Oh shit! Damn it! I should have uh, maybe. Is Lars's last name Donut. <laughs> what the... is Lars's last name? Uh, it's probably something stupid like Anderson or something. Uh, all right. This is uh, I need to. Uh, we need to. We need to move on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh yeah fun fact about that i'm pretty sure it's liberia if i'm incorrect please correct me i don't want to I'm, I'm trying not to guess but lars barriga or barriga barriga yeah apparently interesting um okay so steven is with lars and lars is trying to impress these cool kids who yeah. are um buck dewey who's mayor dewey's son yes uh sour cream who is Onions. vidalia's yes vidalia's and oh what's his what's the father's name it's another, like, well, th- onion th- pun. Well, this is the first father. Oh, fuck, I forgot. Yeah, because Onion is his half-brother. 
Shit, I totally forgot about that. But yeah, so he's yeah. Hun- he's Onion's half brother. Um, he's also voiced by Brian Prusain. Yes, yes, who is a. Uh, I remember finding him the first time I ever found him was in the Sarah Silverman show, uh, which I know it's really that's the first time. Yeah, he played a like one of her neighbors or friends. Yeah, yeah, he played one of. Wasn't he one of the gay couple? Yes. Yeah, uh, I forget who the other guy was, but uh, yes. So that was. He's he's really funny. His deadpan is delivery is no. Like he has a great, great delivery. I love sour cream a lot. Actually, I love his design. I loved him in this episode especially. So he just yeah. he had a lot of good uh, good things going on. But yeah, I do love his design. And then we have Jenny Pizza. Yeah. Who Jenny Pizza? I'm trying to remember the. There's one episode that I can't wait to get to where there's like they him. Her, I think it's her and Steven get trapped in like a pizza world or something. I think it's Jenny Pizza. It's either no, Jenny no, or that's, Kiki. That's Is it Kiki? Kiki? Okay. Yeah, it's she keeps dreaming about pizzas because Jenny keeps like shifting her sh- shifts onto her. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess what they're kind of going with is like Kiki is more of like the pizza daughter. Yeah, like whereas, the studious pizza daughter, and Jenny's yeah, kind of the more like free spirit, like lackadaisical. Yeah. Um, but I I love Stephen's willingness to go up and talk to strangers because. That is something that took me so long in life to like, yeah, to, to just be comfortable, not even be comfortable, just to understand. I'm still not comfortable doing it. <laughs> I am so much better with that now. Like yeah. before I would freak out and like be super nervous, but now I'm just like, hey person, like, how are you? Like, let's talk. Tell me your life story. And I like, and I love it because people are so willing to talk and like, they are like honestly like 95 percent of people yeah are like so just friendly and like nice when you go to talk to them mm-hmm. and it's just pleasant and yeah tom you are a just ray of sunshine so anytime <laughs> well, anytime you, you have so much like positive uh what's the word um like extrovert energy i think a lot of times when you're in in gatherings like that i think it can like bridge the gap between i appreciate people. that my thing is because i were like i definitely in like middle school and probably like early high school, I was not that way. It wasn't until like your like, moody goth phase. Yeah, after I got over my moody goth, I was like, I just want friends. Uh, <laughs> no, so like I feel that with a lot of people. So yeah. like a lot of times I'll try to make an effort. I don't know why I keep looking at this. It's yeah, I don't me know. Nothing. It's funny. We're not used to doing this. In I person, know. I'm not so like, just like, like look at your eyes. I mean, they're beautiful. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I do the thing where it's, sometimes I'm looking in the corner, sometimes I look back, sometimes I look at the screen, which is just a, a screenshot of the episode. <laughs> Not even. It's like a thumbnail or whatever. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like... I would, well, because normally what I do is I'll put the episode on in the background just so I have something to like remind me, um, which I will do now. Oh, so that's, that's a little awkward. a bad idea. Um, but... Um, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> to, to finish that thought, yeah. Uh, so I, I always try to like talk to people who are kind of on the shyer side when in groups because... Like, I know that a lot of people don't have that, like, extroverted yeah. energy, and I don't know. I feel like it goes a long way to talk to someone who's uh, being shy without being, like, an asshole. I'm like, oh, why aren't you talking or anything like that? No, totally. Just be a, you know, a person. It's those small social interactions that really help bridge the gap between groups of people. and yeah, like just break, da- break down that, like, uncomfortableness level. Yeah, I'm definitely kind of on the opposite end. I'm more of, like, the Lars in this situation rather than the Steven, hmm. which is something I've tried to work towards. And, like, I think when I went abroad, that was when I really started to open up more. But I feel like, this is kind of weird, I feel like in my life I've had um, a lot of, like, lar- physically larger guy friends who have always kind of been that first person to, like, 
initiate and then we become really good friends. <laughs> like I've had it's really funny. It has had like happened several times. So like I know very many tall tall guys that are very friendly and extroverted. I think that kind of comes along with being a really tall person too. Yeah. Cuz you're so already like there. You're so much you're so much there. I will say though, like I feel like when people start to talk to you like you're very easy to talk to and, like, hold a conversation with. Oh, me? Yeah, so I think it just kind of takes one, like... Thank you. Like, one hello, and then, like, once once you get talking, it's, mm. it's like, oh, like, I'm just fascinated to listen. <laughs> you have so much, like, to say. I love it. That's the problem. I have too much to say. Oh. And I... This is the funny part, though, is, like, I always feel like I'm talking... Like, I go too far into something, and then it's, like... Oh no, I'm starting to lose everyone. No one cares about <laughs> what I'm saying. I need to abort, abort. Oh, see, no. Meanwhile, I'm like, huh, like this is just <laughs> all things, like all interesting things. All right, Tom, I'm going to talk to you about um, uh, Splatoon. I'm um, just looking around my room for random things. Fire on them three houses. Oh Let's no. Go. We would I, actually have a conversation talk, about I, that. That's a whole other podcast. Um, uh, so yeah, the episode. <laughs> Steven Universe. When are we going to kiss? God. <laughs> <laughs> just. All right, like, let's cut the shit. <laughs> Uh, oh god alright so I'm gonna tell your girlfriend oh she'll be like I, I get it <laughs> <laughs> um Steven Universe they are in the car after Steven goes to talk to them because that's all it took and he's like hey we're going for a drive and Lars is like you I, I love when Steven's talking to them and Lars is so embarrassed uh-huh. <laughs> he's like you are so I hate you yeah, that's one of those things where it's like, uh, it's like a train wreck almost. Like, from Lars' point of view, like, you're watching this train wreck in slow motion and you can't do anything. It's just happening. Lars is, is a bit of a tool, though. I mean... He he is, and I think that's part of his arc. And that's why I really like... Like, I think they fumble him a little bit sometimes in Steven Universe, but yeah. I like that Lars is how he is. And, like, I know we're, we keep talking about that Sadie episode, but I, I like that a lot and, like, kind of how it, it affects him and how he, he changes. And of course, at the end of the series, he's like totally different. Like, he's, yeah, much better, but he has like a whole purpose in life now. And, uh, he becomes basically a star jammer from X-Men. Yeah. Familiar with the X-Men. <laughs> I do, yeah, that's very true. But now, it, and I, I like that it, it doesn't just like happen in three episodes. It's not until like really the end of the season. I mean, and when he like end of the series, I mean, when he, you know, dies and then, comes back that like he really starts to change i guess mm-hmm. i think it was getting a purpose yeah yeah i think it's like he's just stuck in this really boring job and this is something that i guess is like pretty i guess it's he is like a like a year-round worker like he lives yeah. in beach city so it's not like this is like a seasonal job yeah he's stuck in a dead-end job in an otherwise pretty empty city and then like his friends are all excelling like sadie becomes like a cool uh like musician, musician and like yeah cool um yeah there's like steven yeah yeah I, i'm using cool in quotes yeah. um steven becomes like uh well, steven superhero <laughs> steven becomes a magical girl basically yeah. uh but yeah so i don't know i i really like that about lars i like that he gets that yeah i'm uh, glad they give him that because there are a lot of other characters that don't get yeah in, in steven universe like i mean not necessarily that everyone needs to but it's a little bit of a letdown yeah. Well, that's, again, that's such a big point with, I, I keep going back to future, but it's just easy to compare, like, this yes. episode present to the future. Um, I love when they all wind up leaving Beach City, basically, yeah. like, to do their own stuff. Um, and Steven can't get over it. I really yeah, like that episode, actually. It was such a good way to be like, uh, yeah, I mean, 
these people do have lives and like they are moving on and progressing so except i don't know if sour cream is just working at the skating ring yeah the, he is he there is. isn't he yeah. yeah maybe he's just like a dj so he just does like like gigs, gigs around town probably um but so yeah, basically like we kind of already talked about the, the some of the jokes when they're in the car, but yeah. the I like the little seatbelt thing where yeah, Lars it's and this is really funny. I think it's like a big generational thing. Like Yes, yes, this is definitely Lars is trying for that like eighties, nineties yeah. trope of like, oh like I'm the cool kids in yeah. those movies. Whereas like <laughs> the actual cool kids are, you know, pretty modern, uh-huh. uh forward thinking kids, like This is kind of like I can really relate to this from my own high school experience because I remember being a kid in the nineties and like you, you yeah, it's like, Oh, bad boy. Like, Oh, smoke. Not that I smoked, yeah. but like, like um, cigarette in the car. Yeah. Like, like fuck rules. And then when I was in high school, <laughs> all of my friends, uh, well, I was friends with a lot of like the, these people, but like all of like the popular kids were like the nerds. Uh, and not, not nerds isn't like, like, <laughs> I like Star Wars. Like, they were like the top 10 ranked kids in the class. Like, yeah. Um, which is weird. I don't, I don't know if this is like, maybe it was just that point in time. Maybe I was completely detached and I just didn't know who the actual cool kids were. But to me, I feel like, I don't know, maybe you're a year ahead of me. So maybe it's a little different for you. Our high school was like super big. Yeah. Um, just for reference. I mean, like my graduating class was what, like, I think it was 800. Damn, really? Yeah. Ours was almost 700. Yeah. It was, so it, it kind of got to the point in where there wasn't like those five cool kids, you know? Yeah. Because there were so many people that there was just splinter groups and splinter groups and like these kids that are all popular in one group have nothing to do with these other people exactly yeah so like it really became the popular people in like your own circle which i think it was i mean like that's really true actually i can kind of and we kind of have a little overlap uh between our circle but we didn't really meet until after high school yeah yeah which is funny funny enough uh but so and even in that like there's definitely the people who were like yeah oh well oh oh andre oh he's pretty cool yeah exactly like in those own groups but and i will say like the top 10 kids in our school um definitely like had their own circles like yes. around them like it was it was very noticeable just because i think like that academic side really latched onto that um yeah and then again I'm, maybe i was completely just in the wrong circle and by wrong <laughs> i mean like the nerdy ones i was uh but yeah i don't know not to go too much on this but it's just interesting to see these kids you know defy the troops of uh you know, the, the classically understood cool kid. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> it's just funny because Lars is just, oh, yeah. It just oh. shows how his, uh, like Out his of touch. Yeah. His, his conceptions of what this is just are totally not aligned with reality. Yeah. And I, I think it's just, and it's also, nobody wants that fakeness too. Yeah. Like Steven in this whole episode of just being sincere and pure and like, himself you know good or bad but they like it whereas lars is trying to contour to what he thinks they would like which never works no yeah that's like that is like the easiest way to get in a position that you're just fucked like if you pretend to like something and then people are like oh yeah so you like their first album or their second album and they're just like oh (laughs) yeah it's just it's so much easier to just be yourself and then if somebody doesn't like you like fuck them who cares that's true (laughs) move on to the next like if they don't like you who you are um 
then they you probably shouldn't be friends with them because then mm-hmm. it would just be miserable. Mm. Yeah. I uh so okay. Very very much agree. Yeah. So yeah, they end up going to the lake. Uh they totally disregard all of the police tape because uh they because, are teenagers. Course, yeah. <laughs> and um of course they get attacked by the moss and a very uh dark scene like yeah again another one of those like i forgot how many scenes in early steven universe were very like just fuck it makes the like, stakes feel really high yeah like i like first off they should have been dead like yeah they, they because <laughs> they were gasping for air when they were covered by <laughs> the, the moss and then they were covered by the moss for like five minutes yeah like, it was a long ass drive yeah like, the one scene i think is the most like scary is when so the teens emerge it's uh the three teens like yeah. lars and steven are fine yeah, obviously steven does the whole don't go lars. yeah uh which is hilarious but so they emerge and then they all are cocooned in this uh moss and as they're ripping away from jenny ripping the moss away from jenny's face she's gasping for, for air. air and it's like kind of it is a little scary like because it's it's yeah. not about, like, the imagery being too scary, but it's imagining, it's like... It's, like, the adult... The fridge horror, kind of. I don't yeah. Know, like, that's not the right trope. But <laughs> the, um... Yeah, just thinking about... I mean, again, they should have died. Like, they, they were uh-huh. not able to breathe by that logic for minutes. Um, I also... I like the the way that they're... Because they all jump into the water and then the moss surrounds them. Yeah. And the way that Jenny's pulled under is particularly scary because uh, the other two just kind of get yanked under, but she gets, like wrapped around in tentacle vines and then yanked under and it's a little like oh whoa yeah, like, fuck. what are you doing whoa <laughs> <laughs> this isn't my harem <laughs> lars in the cool harem <laughs> yes yes yeah. <laughs> mostly men <laughs> it's one girl mostly men it's oh, like a reverse harem actually yeah yeah we got a funny I, joke I, I have no funny th- I, i'm like Oh, I was trying to be like, what would be a funny play on words? Nothing. Um, <laughs> going back to uh, the horrifying aspect of things, uh, during that scene, too, I love the interaction between Lars and Steven, where, like, Lars says, this is all your mother's fault. Oh, yeah. And then this is the first time you see Steve. I think this is the first time in the series you see him get mad. Yeah. Like, like legitimately mad. Because there's been times where he's, like, yelling at, like, yeah, like the monsters in, like, the first episode and... When he's trying to like rip off the thing, sure, like from um, from Meat Beat, but this is the first time that he is upset with somebody and like lashes out at Lars, which I love. I loved that moment mm-hmm. when I first watched it because I'm like, oh, like this is good character development it's for Steven. Like you could tell that him not having his mom has affected him. Like, yeah, I don't know who to attribute these things to because obviously Rebecca Sugar is like the series creator. But there's a lot of these little moments in the first season. Like, there's this one, which is a real standout. And the, the one that I always think of is uh, when Amethyst shapeshifts into into Rose Quartz. Oh, my God. Uh, and there's these, like, little nuggets of, like, trauma. Uh, and trauma is something that we brought up before, and it's, like, brought up by the series. But yeah. just these really, like, pointed... They feel, like, real. Like, it, it feels like it's tapping into a very real emotion. That's... And that's... It's so easy to, like, discuss trauma and like you know have the characters talk about it that's that's one thing but to actually show it like yeah it feels fucked up when yeah you're watching it, exactly <laughs> it feels fucked up and like to show that it, it's so much easier it's so much better to show than tell yeah uh like you know you could have steven like talk for two minutes about how he was traumatized which is all well and good but 
showing like yeah that seeing Amethyst it shape-shifting like, i know because just the implications behind all of that was and seeing like greg like get you know like freaked out yeah like, damn that is like i remember that was one of those like early moments where i was like this show is doing something different like yeah that was a like that's thinking about the scene now still f- makes me feel weird same in it's, a good way yeah because it's I don't know. It, it said so much with so little. Yeah. But, um... And it's just, like, this is something that should so clearly be off-limits that Amethyst doesn't even understand what she's doing here. Yeah. Um... But, yeah, this scene, going back to this scene, like, the bit that really gets me is where Steven says, like, you can't say these things about my mother. I don't even know my mother. Yeah. And it's like, like oh... <laughs> how dare you? Oh. I never even got the meter. Oh. Yeah. That... It's a, it's a gut punch. It really it, hurts. It, it was a gut punch moment. Definitely. And then I like that, like, Lars did kind of back off after that. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he realized he may have gone too far. Because for the rest of the episode, he's pretty much, like, on Steven's side of things. Like, yeah. they get in the car, they drive the moss to the north. They kind of have that uh, that moment of, like, yeah, we're doing it. And then they get up there. And, like, Lars was willing to, uh... It was the first time in the episode that he was going to tell the truth to them and say yeah. that it was Steven. Which I think was a nice little show of, uh... Of character development. Yeah. I didn't... I, honestly, I didn't even get that until you pointed that out to me. Now. Oh, really? I mean, like, I in the moment, I'm like, okay, yeah, that's nice. But I didn't realize, like, oh, shit, this is him actually opening up. And yeah. and then Steven, of course, saying, like, oh, it was Lars that drove us here, which isn't a lie. Yeah, it's true, but... It... And it's also, like, he's being a good wingman for his bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which... <laughs> it's... Steven was a good wingman... At the beginning, like, getting them to go on the ride together, but I guess he didn't really have any, like, responsibility to, like, hold Lars's hand through hanging out with this group, but... Yeah. He was just very much doing his own thing after that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and so that's pretty much the episode, like, uh... There's a few other little moments, um, so there's the moment that I really think is funny, and it's also, it's a little shitty, but it's also funny when Lars is about to be covered completely by the moss... Uh, oh, yeah. and he's he has a moment where he's like Stephen, and it seems serious and he's like this sucks and then he he dies basically For, i thought he was gonna say like this is your fault at first uh, so i'm glad he just said this sucks um yeah maybe that is a good actually that is a pretty good compromise for his character yeah ha- having him just complain because he didn't than... blame steven yeah. at the end he just said this sucks but um <laughs> that was that's actually i feel very like I feel like I would say that. Like I would get really angry if I was if I was in this situation. I would probably be really mad and say it sucks too. Yeah, well, to I, pr- I think I would just scream. Um, definitely don't want to get suffocated to death. It's definitely on my top ten lists of uh, ways not, not to, die. to die. It's a list I will not share with anyone. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that I will not give you that power except for suffocation. <laughs> Where is it on the list? I don't know. Mm, I'll never tell. <laughs> But yeah, uh, good episode. I really enjoyed this one. Very little gems. I think, yeah. I mean, aside from that first minute, no gems. Yeah, uh, I really, there's a lot of, as I said, a lot of little details. I like that. so when they, what actually ends up saving them is the sun comes out. Yeah. And they're on the hill. Oh, and the beautiful, like, I, I just love that pink, like that sunset pink color they do for yeah. everything. It's so gorgeous. Steven uses a lot of pinks and it's... They always use really good pinks. Yeah, like, to, to great effect. Like, great shades, great the, combinations. Uh, I also like how the episode kind of takes this, like... It has very, like, um, muted colors for most of it until, like, that yeah. very last shot. And it feels, like, 
really earned. Like, it's this really well-placed moment. And I love the flowers, too. Oh, yeah, with the, the little gem on little, the inside. Uh, quartz inside them. That is a very good point. They they spend, like, the majority of the moss moments, especially with these muted colors, um, and even before that, too. Because... Mm-hmm. It, it makes the payoff that much more worth it. Like, it's easy to go from, like, a sunny scene to, like, oh, this beautiful sunset, too. But it was just, it was very good contrast. One thing that I like, too, is, uh, I mean, the beach city scenes are a little more colorful here. Uh, we're, like, scrubbing through right now and looking. Yeah. But I do like how beach city is mostly muted. Because it's, uh, obviously, it's mostly background shots that we yeah. see beach city in. It's never, like, actually animated. Um, but they use a lot of muted colors in that. And it feels very natural to me because, like, beach towns are always, like, sun-bleached. Yes, exactly. So it doesn't really... It feels weird when you see, like, really bright colors uh, on, like, building. Like, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Like, mm-hmm. unless it's that, like, one Wawa going to Ocean City. <laughs> that's, like, those, those uh, 90s colors. But, yeah, no, it, they, they always make sure that Beach City is very, um, very muted, like you said. Mm-hmm. And it, it just it makes it feel much more like a like a Jersey tri-state beach town yeah. for sure. And yeah, which we are technically uh, yeah. kind <laughs> we of. We don't mean to brag. <laughs> <laughs> We're kind of part of it. I mean, if you really want the the true Steven Universe experience, go to Rehoboth. Yes. Yeah. Uh, which you know, I was really fucking planning on taking a week, uh, not like a midweek trip down to Delaware, but these fucking viruses. This fucking virus is just. Double, yeah, double well, take. Now the travel bans. Yeah. So, well, I, don't, I don't know. Okay. If, yeah, yeah, I haven't really checked. Actually, but I don't know. I know that some states are, like, banning interstate travel. Yeah. Uh, or they're planning on that, which is just like... And I'm sorry, not to bring the harsh realities of the current moment into no, see, our Steven Universe podcast. It just means that there's more time for them to listen to the podcast. <laughs> That's true. You're just trapped, Consume so. crystal men. <laughs> not literally. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah. I TBH, not much else to say. I just really like this episode. Yeah, it had good moments for Steven and really good moments for Lars. I mean, the first time that made Lars even like somewhat likable. Yeah, um, yeah, for for real. Well, I did, I do love him in Tiger Millionaire too. But yeah, but he even in that episode, he's still kind of a shithead. Yeah, like, he's a <laughs> shithead. But it's, that ending's picked. Oh yeah. my god. Uh. Oh, actually, okay, so two things. Um, I love the final bit where Steven goes for a high five with Lars, because that's something he's been trying to do. And Lars puts his uh, hand on his chest, and yeah. then they, they do that. And it just feels like a really like warm moment. Yeah, just, just like, a nice... <laughs> and then uh, I do like the ending, too. He's like, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> yeah, even Lars, he can only handle so yeah. much. And then they fuse. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we're robbed by not getting to see yeah, a Steven-Lars fusion perfect moment and then the cool kids would have freaked out because like what the again again they are pretty okay by the end with this whole moss thing happening like this magical consuming moss they're just like "Mm, it happens they seem to have all just blacked out and like forgotten where they were uh like they're just and yeah as you said they're real fine i mean like even lars was like like oh your mom planted this i like, does he acknowledge that Steven's mom is an alien? Like, I mean, he would have to, like, he has to infer that there's something weird going on with this moss. <laughs> it kills me. I will talk about this every episode. They react normally to extraordinary circumstances. Oh, 
so actually, uh, so the other thing I have to say is, you know, I was a little, I think going into these episodes, I had the expectation uh, initially that the characters that we're seeing are going to be like frequent reoccurring characters. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we don't really see, quote unquote, the cool kids very often after this. Yeah, like they definitely have their moments. Like there's there's still plenty of episodes that they're in. But and they're utilized separately sometimes too, but... Yeah, but there's no episode where like... I mean, there's only a few episodes where them as a group like are the focus of that yeah. episode. But it, like, that's okay. I, I kind of like that myself, that like they introduced these characters. Now we know who they are. Like they gave mm. them backstory. And then we just kind of see them in the world. Like, yeah. I don't know. I, I agree, actually. They're not interesting enough to, like, have in every episode, like, be, like, these main characters. Like, um, so I think it's kind of perfect to, like, hey, like, we know them. Like, yeah. <laughs> cool. And, like, see Steven just kind of interact with them now that he's, you know, quote unquote friends with them. Yeah. And, uh, one thing I think is really smart, too, is that they're all connected to other characters. Yes, there there's these interacting relationships. Yeah. Like, I mean, even Buck they gave you know, being Mayor Dewey's son. And um, they even set up some stuff too about like how he's dis he's a distant father. Yeah, yeah, they they made like a they made a point to show that because Buck will get that episode where he is estranged from his father. Yeah. So I, yeah, I mean like when I say I thought they'd be in it more often. I, that's kind of a thing that I expected with a lot more. Like, Petey. I thought Petey was going to be in a lot more. Yeah, Petey. I, I did think Petey was going to be in a lot more just because he was Steven's age and, like... He's so close with him in that one episode. Yeah, but I'm also so glad he's not. Yeah. I, what can he really do with Petey? Like... Oh, they make fries. Yeah. They kind of, like, doomed him to his fate when he became just the fry boy it was like okay this is your this is your role in this town yeah, now like you they made him rise. unable to do anything well he completed his arc in one episode <laughs> damn if only i could <laughs> if only i could complete my whole arc in one episode Bro, then you got like 60 more years 50 <laughs> 70 who knows to he's like so bored though like you gotta have the arcs that's true i guess i could hope for like a sequel series like seeming universe future that's true <laughs> like, and, like everything's great but now it could be even better Oh, and I'm bigger now. This has nothing to do <laughs> with Steven Universe. Yeah. But me saying that reminded me of how much I hate High School Musical. Really? Because. because <laughs> What's the connection? Because. It's the the first High School Musical, bad enough. He's like, mm, oh, God, I'm this star basketball player, but I also have this amazing voice. Whatever <laughs> shall I do? I know I'll do both. Great. It ends with him being like, I can just do both. Who would have thought? <laughs> Awful. Second movie. <laughs> going into the like, oh, my arc is complete. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, my new arc is like, I have to work at this like super cool, uh, super cool resort area and i had to figure out if i'm gonna get a scholarship for basketball <laughs> or a scholarship for mu- oh, musicals <laughs> oh no whatever will i do and i pretty sure i don't at that point i i don't think i even watched past that but i bet he got the scholarship for basketball and was like and i'll just sing in college that's fine it's almost like you could do both <laughs> fuck i hate you zach efron i like you zach efron i hate <laughs> Uh, that your character was. I've seen literally one second of High School Musical, so it is garbage. I have no idea. I I didn't even like. This is gonna sound really stupid. I didn't even realize that like theater 
was an aspect to that movie and like singing this in, in high school musical <laughs> this is so disconnected i like i literally took high school musical at face value and like all i knew is that he was a basketball player troy is the name troy yeah oh troy yes um that's the that's the yeah. that's it that's all that's no. all i know about high school it, musical. the first movie is the most egregious of it because it's literally he is this star basketball uh. player and then he meets this girl who's in the musicals and he's like oh i'm kind of good at this and like then his dad was like no you have to do basketball um and then it just ends with him being like, I'm going to do both. And they're all like, okay. And that's it. Yeah. That's that's the arc. Like This really reminds me, actually, of Steven Universe. <laughs> <laughs> that show? Never no, heard of it. I, I actually have never heard yeah. of oh, well, really funny, though. Sorry for my tirade. I do no, hate that movie. That but... was really fucking funny. Oh, God. The... Yeah, I don't know. Like, the... I, I totally get what you're saying, though, where it's just like, that kind of thing can be really frustrating. But... That's what I like about Steven Universe. Yeah. It's like Lars is like, oh, he's just like a fuckboy that sucks. Yeah. And he's not he's not trying to get two scholarships. He's just trying to survive. He's just trying to make some friends with the cool kids and having trouble with that. Uh, but yeah, no, good episode. I think that's basically all I yeah. have to say. Anything else would just be dragging this out unnecessarily. Yeah. I mean, I could talk more about High School Musical. <laughs> you know, I'm actually, when you said that, I was like, would it be worth it to watch these now? Would do, would it be funny for me to watch these now? It would only be funny if, like, if you know what if like if we watched them and then like did a thing as we're watching them, it could be one thing, like a drinking game, yeah, yeah, or something like, a, like that. Yeah, make a drinking game or like talk and make. Oh, points. like watch it passively, yeah, yeah, like. But I don't like. I think if you if you watched it. To talk about it and joke about it later, I think you just have a bad time. No, yeah, that actually sounds like a bad idea. Uh, it just—it's really funny. I haven't thought about that in years. Yeah. And like, my younger cousin, uh, when we babysat, made me watch this other High School Musical movie, but this time it had zombies. But they were cool kids. Wait, this sounds really familiar. Yeah, and well, there was a sequel. I was watching the sequel, and the werewolves now were at the high school too. Oh fuck! But they're just—they're not like, and they're just rivals they're not enemies okay that makes sense i guess yeah yeah you know <laughs> disney channel man uh, always gotta have a shtick it's really funny how like we're just it feels like we're just doing the same ideas over and over again <laughs> it's like uh yeah just vampires uh, werewolves uh, do it again and again and again until we die um, i do have one more disney plus <laughs> <laughs> before i promise i'll stop and you guys can stop listening if you want um uh why does Disney shows, at least like the 2000s Disney shows, yeah. they all had to have like a thing. It couldn't just be like a sitcom. Like, that's so Raven. Oh, she's a psychic. Zach and Cody. <laughs> oh, they're twins in this hotel. Uh, Phil of the future. Oh, I'm from the year 2100. The super advanced. Is that really what that's about? Yeah. He's I from, never watched any of he's these. A, he's a 22nd century man. Phil, Phil of the future. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually... They all have to have a, like, like a central hook. point that they... Yeah, Wizards of Waverly Place. Like, yeah. they're wizards. I guess it's literally just, like... Hannah to... Montana, Secret Life. I could keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I think the only one that works on its premise is Hannah Montana. Because that feels like a real... It feels like there's so much that... Like, my as my evil, like, marketing um, supervillain brain just, like... Oh, oh there's can, a lot you can do. You it. can, like, market so many dolls, and we can have two dolls. We can have Hannah Montana and... Uh, what's her name? Is her name literally just... Miley... Oh. Is her name Miley Cyrus in the show? Oh, shoot. I think it is Miley, but I don't know. 
but you, you, I don't think it was Miley Cyrus. That I must really fuck uh, this other side tangent. That must yeah. really fuck you up growing up and like playing a character in a show with your same name and like who's also playing a character in that yeah. show. Like, I feel like that you'd probably have like a weird identity crisis. I'm sure she did. I mean, I mean like look what happened to her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So I was talking about something. Oh no. Well, yeah. Those hooks, I guess it's literally to just get the kids in. Like, yeah, it's just to give, I guess it's a central point to bounce off of too, but it, it's, it's just... like they find the one, like, uh, it's kind of like the idea of like a high concept movie where it's just like, all right, so we have Raven Simone. She's just a normal girl, but <laughs> she has a. What does she, she have? Like, see, like 30 psychic? minutes into the future. Yeah. Now she could see like days and stuff, but she, yeah, she would just have visions. I'm getting a vision, y'all. Yeah, and it also makes it easy for a little kid to be like, oh my god, I saw the show with this girl. She could like see the future, but she's also like, uh, has a cool sister, and uh, her brother's a jerk. And... Uh, she had a brother, <laughs> thank you, and he moved to the White House with his father Whoa. and became a. His father cooked for the president. Corey, yeah, Corey, Corey is, in the house. Corey they, is Simone's, Raven Simone's brother? Yeah, Corey what was from fuck? That's So Raven, and then they spun off and gave him his own show. Corey in the house. And yeah, and him and his dad moved to the white, I have no clue what happened to Raven and the mom, but him and his dad. Detained Guantanamo Bay, probably. <laughs> wow, I literally never knew that Corey in the house was a spinoff of That's yep. So Raven. That oh, is yeah. fucking funny. This is how, yeah, I, I never watched Disney Channel as a mm. kid. I watched a lot of Disney Channel and have a lot of critiques. <laughs> I didn't start watching Disney Channel until uh, I was an adult and Gravity Falls was on it. <laughs> as a mid-twenties adult, I think I'm the most qualified to talk about <laughs> Hannah Montana. <laughs> uh, yeah, all right. All we right, guys, yeah, we're so sorry. Uh, thank you again so much for listening. Uh, we are... Oh, wait, I did the intro already. Um, you Crystal, can f- man. Yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, we have to do a recording of that one time. I think that'd be fun. Please. Yes. Because uh, you you can play piano, right? Yes. Yeah. I, oh, I'll play it on the piano. Yeah, yeah we'll do nice. a little thing on the piano. Uh, that'll be fucking awesome. That'll be our new intro, so we don't use PD's theme uh, like we have been. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is. It's a nice track. No, I, like I mean it. it's fine. Yeah, but that's uh, a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, you can follow us on Twitter. Well, you can follow the podcast on Twitter. Yes. Um, I guess you can follow. If us. more people follow us, I will start posting on there regularly. <laughs> uh you can follow me on Twitter. I think I put my thing in the description. If I didn't, oops. Uh, you can, if you're on uh, YouTube, leave a like, comment, and subscribe. Yes, please uh, do. It's if very, you're on, very much appreciated. Oh, hell yeah. If you're on Spootify, uh, follow us, I think. Uh, if you're on Apple, do the other thing. I don't know. It's pronounced Spoofy. Spoofy. Um, no. Yeah, just fucking wherever. Wherever you are, just uh, find us and uh, love us. Um Actually, I did do just remember not to make this drag this on any longer. We got a comment uh, from a few days ago. Days oh. ago. Oh, I wanted to bring this up to you. So, this was actually we record these ahead of time, like uh, in whatever. So this is a few, from a few a few episodes ago from our um, arcade mania episode. I think you or I, whatever, made a comment on like, do we ever see how the house was built? And one of yes, our yeah. commenters. Hexon, or it's like H3XON, that's his name. Uh, he says, I don't know if you checked the comments, but the time lapse of Steven's house being built by Greg and the gems is in the extended opening, which is a season two short. Oh. So it was a short. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you. I actually would have never known that. So I'm going to have to go watch that now. Yeah. And now I just thought, oh shit, we need to make sure we watch all the shorts. So it, I didn't even think about the shorts. We'll, we'll make sure we insert those uh, as needed. Maybe okay. we can do just one. I don't know how many there are. 
But if there are several, then we could just do one episode talking about all the yeah. shorts. We'll do a short discussion. <laughs> <laughs> As and like maybe there's actually only that one short. I remember there being a few, so we'll we'll check it out. Yeah. Well, anyway, thank you for letting us know because I would have had no clue. Yeah, thank you. Um, and that's it. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Thanks for watching. Love you.